0: Well, good morning and welcome to The Drive, you guys. It is uh, Tuesday and coming towards the end of April already. <laughs> Can't believe it. Um, yeah, next month in May, uh, I have my youngest daughter. She's turning nine years old. And my wife, who's turning another decade older, 40. And so a uh, couple awesome birthdays going on. Mother's Day's coming up so celebrations um, it is 59 degrees here it's really nice and cool in the mornings You're at that point in the deep south where it's cool at night and in the mornings and then midday it kind of gets pretty hot but with a little bit of wind and so uh, it's been a blessing I, I love the weather right now And uh, once it gets cooler in summer all the way till like May I love the weather <laughs> and even when it gets hot even when it gets hot we go to that there's a local community pool that we go to and uh the girls go a lot more because i go to the church office and then and do work and everything study and, and all but um even when it gets hot it's nice because they're able to go to the pool i can try to meet them there sometimes and you still you want to be want to be cooled down but um uh, anyway none of this has to do with what we're talking about today i just i'm just talking so uh, we are looking at again first corinthians the carnal church and here's something that paul says that is very specific but i sort of want to uh, go a little bit broader and, and, and general generally or generalize a little bit because um, i think it's important first uh, corinthians nine twenty four says even so the lord has commanded that those who preach the gospel should live from the gospel. Uh, Now, what this has to do with those who are full-time ministers, Um, you know, it's interesting because in the Old Testament, that's exactly what we're going through on on midweek study, you know, not on on purpose, but just because we go verse by verse, chapter by chapter, we're at the end of numbers. Uh, We're talking about the Levites and how they don't get an inheritance in the promised land, right? Um, they don't get like cities, like land, like the other, um, like the other um, uh, Israelites, sorry. Uh, but what they do get, the other tribes were to give the Israelites land and cities they were commanded to. Because here's the thing, the Levites, their inheritance wasn't land, their inheritance was, was the Lord. They really were the most spiritual ones And they ministered full-time they helped keep people's eyes on the Lord Jesus and that's what they did and so uh, the people supported them so they could actually do that but anyway this is the concept that Paul is talking about here in this verse but I want to expand it just because I know I've I've done both yeah just my story a little bit is you know I, I served the Lord for years you know not not doing anything for money obviously I'm just doing it because I love the Lord I love the local church I love the people I love what the Lord was doing at my last church in Southern California um, God did amazing things and I would do it for free all the time <laughs> like I, I did for years and I would continue to but the Lord saw fit to um, to, to get me on staff of the church to serve in more of a um, more of a leadership capacity but the more that I served, the more ministries that God put on my heart to start, the more that I ran things, the more it just became full-time. And I remember that time where, um, where I was working at the church and I, I wasn't ordained, I think it was 2010, 13 years ago, and, but my pastor was like, okay, I'm, we're going to pray for you this Sunday um, for you know to ordain you. He's like, even though you're already a pastor, you're already doing the work of a pastor all I'm doing he said is recognizing in front of the church that this is what you're doing already that's that's all I'm doing it's not like you took seminary and all of a sudden you're like okay you get a job as a pastor no it's it's not an occupation it's your vocation you're already doing it and so he um, he ordained me there in front of the people and I've, I've been doing it ever since and I i served as a pastor for full-time pastor there for about eight years ran a bunch of ministries missions trips all kinds of groups it was awesome it was fun then raised up people because i was called out to plant the church in the deep south you know a few thousand miles away and when i moved You know, I thought, well, in a year's time, I'll I'll be a full-time pastor again because I realized how much you can do if all your time is dedicated to serving the Lord and studying and reaching out to the community and witnessing and all these things, you know. So, I thought it was going to be a year. But, like many things, the Lord often, it takes time to prepare us for the next thing. And so, it took five years, you know, which is fine because for that five years, I was able to work a secular job and you know, praise God. He used me in that secular job to pray for people, to counsel people, to people at the at work. You know, um, they call me preacher. Um, some call me preacher. Some call me pastor. They didn't really say my name. They just said, hey, preacher. Um, but they would come in my office and ask for prayer and all this. And so I was able to minister in that secular job, which is awesome. And I loved it. Um, but then God put it on my heart. <coughs> and it was like it was time to step out in faith and do it full time and uh and now i'm doing it full time and uh and it's been a blessing because i can everywhere i go i can i can uh, be a life for the lord everything is ministry i mean everything is ministry right the other day yesterday um i went to the gym and this lady just lost her niece and someone at the gym told her i was a pastor so she came up and she was crying and she and she said, please pray for me. I, I lost my niece. And so then she, she was just cr- right there in the front counter, you know, of, of, uh, of Planet Fitness. <laughs> right when I walked in, uh, she came up. And, and so I prayed for her, and, you know, about grieving, about comfort, about the Lord's presence, about um, Him being there and all, and all that, you know, just trying to comfort her. Like Corinthians says, you know, comfort those who we get comfort from the Lord, but then we're to comfort one another and so I was able to pray for her right there in in the front of Planet Fitness and then she showed me pictures of her niece and everything and, and it was a blessing and she's like someone gave me your devotional and I'm using it for my small group um, prayer, prayer group um, study or whatever and so I was just like this is what I do, I, I love it and so I'm able to study and minister and do so much in the community wherever I'm going, whatever I'm doing I want to be a light and so uh So, anyway, this is what Paul is talking about, but all that to say, I want to sort of generalize it as well because whether a person gets um, uh, uh, paid or not for being, for ministering, it it doesn't matter. Like the money thing, it really doesn't matter. What matters is that we're all called to be witnesses. We're all called to be, like Hebrews says, ambassadors. We're all called to be um, reflectors of the light of the world and uh, it, whoever we are. We're all called to be active in the faith. You know, it's been on my heart ever since I was a believer and, and when I was first saved, I was just like on fire, man, highlighting, every, my whole Bible was just highlighted. Every verse was just, it spoke, you know? And I just wanted people to know. I wanted everyone to know. And so I went out and let people know. And some people accepted, some rejected. You know, it, God is it up to the Lord. I just was a messenger, right? And uh, I always love that. I think it was Tozer or Wiersbe, I don't know. One of the old pastors who said, "You know, we're not, we're not uh, manufacturers, right? We the manufacturer. We're not. We're distributors. The Word of God is already there. The truth is already set. We have the whole Bible, sixty-six six books. We have the whole Bible. But what we are is distributors. We give it out." We let people know about the truth. We represent the truth. We talk about the truth. We live out the truth. We don't... The truth doesn't originate with us. It's not our truth. It's God's truth for a fallen humanity. And so what we do is distribute it. We're all ministers in some way. We all minister. We all um, are called to to make disciples we're all called to plant and to water and who's gonna give us the increase the Lord he's gonna give the increase we're just called to be faithful with what he's given us and so I just love that we're all ministers you don't have to be paid to be a minister Do you know what I'm saying like if God didn't call me to be a pastor full-time then I would still look and discern and rely on the Holy Spirit to know who to reach out to talk to you pray for be there for because that's what this life is about right that's what this life is about the, we want our character to shine through reputation is going to be sometimes all over the place because some people just won't like you because of your faith some people just will want to break you down because they don't they don't like they don't like you they just have something against you whatever character doesn't matter as much i mean um reputation doesn't matter as much as character character is what it's about and so as we have the character that's conformed to christ and transformed our minds transformed it's like people will see that and will be a light just by the way in which we live what we do um, the actions we take the fact that we help you know i was talking with a uh, a believer the other day and that doesn't go to our church, but he was like, you know sometimes God will lay it on my heart to give money to people who are in need. And he said one time when I was at work, I had you know I had just um, gotten paid and I had a hundred dollar bill and this this homeless person came in and i I gave them the money and, and my actually they were they were blessed by it, but he was also like, you know my my coworker who is a total unbeliever saw saw it firsthand and he actually started to tear up he's like why why did you do that and he was like well because god you know god put it on my heart that that person is in need they need help and so i i helped them and so this unbeliever was totally saw the example of what it means to be a christian that he gave and not only the person, the recipient of the money was blessed, but also the unbeliever who saw it was blessed. And so what an amazing um, example for this world to see that. And, and that's, that's what we're called to do. We're called to be examples, right? And so, so there's ministry all over this community. There's ministry that you can do in your home. There's ministry that you can do with your friends, with your family, with your immediate family. Like there's work to do for the Lord in this life. And He gives us so many opportunities to do it. And so it's a blessing. It's an absolute blessing. So pray to see how God wants to use you every morning. I recommend, pray, Lord, use me today however you will. Whatever your will is for me today, use my life. I surrender to you. And He will. He will use you. Well, God bless you guys. Hope you have an amazing day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.